The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to your show, Mom. Channel Mom really is here for moms like you, even when most of the rest of the media is not. That's why we do this. We do this for every mom out there who's exhausted, who's overwhelmed, who feels like nobody recognizes all that she does. And maybe you're none of those things. Maybe you've had a great day as a mom. We just want to be here to uh, come alongside you and cheerlead you and be your girlfriend, so to speak. So I hope you've tuned in today for a reason, because this show contains... A little bit of firepower, I would say. We're going to touch on some unbelievable research and statistics about what moms are facing from our culture and in our politics and what you can do about it as a mother. I I just I feel like some things have been unfolding for the last 20 or 30 years that work against moms and work against families and work against the betterment of our kids. And so that is why I invited today's guest to be on. She's going to come up in just a second. She's a well-known spokesperson, uh, and she's been the champion for women, for mothers, for kids. She's going to come up and tell us uh, research from her latest book that you're going to want to hear. Man, it's going to arm you. I, I just, I know that moms are going to want to hear this. But first, we're going to do a little thing that I like to call Mom Memes on the Radio, and we picked out some special music as our intro. Go ahead, Don. There it is, our motherhood mom memes introduction. Okay, I have a confession to make. I was talking to my kids, you know, my son's 17, my daughter's 13, and I said, tell me about memes, because, you know, you see them on the Internet. They're those little, like, pictures with, um, you know, something written on the pictures, and then they go viral, and everybody shares them. Okay, I said, so are they ever serious? And my kids are like, no, Mom, they're always funny. They're always sarcastic, or they're just funny. And I was like, oh, <laughs> because most of the things that I've been doing on the radio, because I've made up, I have, I have this little invention that I've made myself called Mom Memes on the radio, and they're, they haven't been funny. So I thought, okay, I think people are going to think I'm not even really doing memes, but I'm just going with what I go with. Today, I tried to make it a little bit more humorous. So this is today's Mom Meme on the radio. It's kind of a riddle. Here it is. Do all pets and plants die if mom goes on vacation? I thought it was a good question, and my guess is that my guest would have an answer to that, uh, and I, I will introduce her now so she can tell me if she thinks all the pets and the plants in the house would die if mom went on vacation. I sometimes am walking around the house, and I think, along with God, he just kind of lets me be the little Mother Earth because I'm the thing that's keeping everything alive in my house. All right, this is the stuff I've been wanting to share with our moms for a long time. It's the conspiracy against motherhood. At least that's my take on it. Today we've got the author of Feisty and Feminine. She's with us here today. You may have seen her on Fox News because she's recognized as a national authority on culture, children's and women's issues. 
Her name is Penny Young Nance. She's the CEO and president of Concerned Women for America, the nation's largest public policy women's organization. Nance oversees more than 500,000 participating CWBA members, CWA members, uh, across the country. Uh, and they also, this is kind of cool, they have over 450 prayer action chapters. So welcome to Channel Mom, Penny. Oh, Jenny, thanks for having me on. I appreciate being a part of this. Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad. I'm honored to have you here. So we're going to have a cool discussion today, and I hope a lot of moms in the car are either being informed, like, I didn't know this, or they're they're amening us, and they're like, oh, my goodness, this is right where I'm coming from. This is what I'm worried about, too. You, you touch on a lot of important concerns in, in this new book, Feisty and Feminine. And one of the things that I most resonated with was that you say women, motherhood, and family are devalued and under fire in ways that people might not see or even suspect. So let's talk about that first chapter when you talk mm-hmm. about the devaluation of women. Yeah, you know, um, and I think you touch on this a lot. I mean, this was my experience, too. I've, I've done everything. I, I, you know, was a full-time worker, um, you know, before I had kids, and then I jumped off the ladder. I was a lobbyist on Capitol Hill. I jumped off the ladder, and I was home, you know, full-time for a while, and then I did some part-time work, and, you know, and and then I had another baby, and then, you know, I was not working at all, and then I was doing some consulting work, and then I, when my kids got older, I went back to work. For the first time, I was out of work full-time for 13 years, and I finally went back to work full-time uh, you know, when my kids were older and, and school age and all of that. And um, and so I, I've experienced all of it. I've experienced having kind of a high-profile job, but I've also been the person at the party when I told them what tell people I'm, I'm a mom or, you know, and the worst thing people say is I'm just a mom because there's yeah. no such thing as just a mom. Right. That's a really important. And I correct women when they say that to me. Oh, I'm just a mom. Like, what? What are you you have the most important job on earth. What are you talking about? There's no such thing as just a mom. But but I've experienced that same feeling that you know suddenly people have lost interest. Um, but you know we are we're in a culture now when women um, not only as mothers but just in general uh, have less value. And I talk about in the book the point that we even sometimes devalue ourselves. Um, I talk about the book Fifty Shades of Grey, and, and right. many people may not know what that is, but it was a book that, um, and a movie eventually, that glorified um, bondage and, and sexual abuse of women. And uh, and so people, you know, the story starts out as a young woman who's a virgin, and she meets this man, and he coaxes us into this very abusive lifestyle. And so, you know, groups of women... Who, who would never support domestic violence and are in favor of, as a country, we spend, you know, about $700 million a year on, again, in Violence Against Women Act and domestic violence programs. Right. But yet suddenly with our dollars, we're going to see movies and promoting, uh, you know, an issue that if we really think about it, um, is is very demeaning to women. We've got to understand, and when I talk to young women, by the way, you mentioned we had 450 chapters. We also have about 34 college chapters called Young Women for America. And when I talk to our young women for America, I say, forget Fifty Shades of Grey. You deserve 50 years of a man who respects you, who will love you, who will be faithful to you as your husband and your life partner. 
That's what you should be shooting for. Yeah, and let me not, I, I want to interject something ahead. really quickly, and, and you you can finish that sentence that, sure, that what no. they should be looking for. The Fifty Shades of Grey phenomena really disturbed me. It was wildly popular as a book yes, and as was. a movie, and a lot of Christian women were also following it. And and it had this very perverse ideal of what a relationship was. And you tell me that when you're talking to those same young girls, you say it in the book, that they kind of feel like they have a right to that kind of sexuality. And they say, how dare you, you know, um, limit me? I should be able to watch porn. I should be able to, to do the S&M thing if I want to. I mean, we're getting very graphic on the show today. I apologize. But um, And when girls say back to you, this is part of my freedom to, to have it with whoever I want to and to do it however I want to. And, and they get it twisted that actually it devalues them. Right. That's right. That's right. It, and But let me just say, there are two groups, there's two schools of thought in this. And what you just described is what is being propagated in um, h- higher academia and higher education around this country through the women's studies programs, through these leftist programs. You have that message that is being, I believe, pushed on these young women, and some of them will we'll receive it and it and will be inculcated with it and we'll think oh in order to in tr- everybody's looking for freedom right to be re- truly free um i need to be uh you know sexually perverse i need to uh have to, to turn away from the biblical view of sexuality within marriage and then you have another group of women who either are Christians or have grown up in a home that teaches more traditional values who um, already don't agree with it and need to hear that there's nothing wrong with them wanting to be married and to have a faithful relationship with their husband and to be moms. And that, you know, as a matter of fact, that is a fantastic calling, whether however that looks, whether it's a working mom like I am right now or whether it's a full time mom, you are not selling out your feminine identity or feminism in general by suggesting that you hope someday to be a married woman and have a fulfilling sexual relationship within your marriage. In fact, you should expect no less. Yeah, it's really the, what we've got to say to these women because you deserve better. That's right, and you, and know, you have some amazing statistics. I want to just cite a couple, and then we got to go to a break, and then we'll come back and talk more because I, I have a story to tell you about um, people working against motherhood and girls being afraid to admit that they want to be moms. And, uh, and it, the story proves it. You say that 13 million American women now visit pornographic sites each month. And, and you talk about the way in which that's trickled into marriages. And, and actually, it's proven that it, when people watch porn, the marriage uh, goes downhill, mm-hmm. that, that it hurts a marriage. And, and you, you also talk about how this is impacting our culture at large so that people are afraid to be um, family-oriented. And, and because they're being told right. that they're much freer if, if they uh, play into these things. Just in, in, And I mean it. you got to give me like a 30-second answer. But, but coming up... Can, can you just kind of give us a highlight about, or not a low light, really, about how this mentality is working against women that want to be mothers and wives? Well, just really quickly, and there's, there's too much to say here, but porn has become even more and more violent. The ver- our very view of sexuality is being degraded by it. 
Yeah, absolutely. We'll be right back with uh, Penny Young Nance, the author of Feisty and Feminine, to talk about something specific that's working against uh, girls and women in regard to marriage, family, and having kids. They're being discouraged from having children, and and I get that that's happening all over the place, and we want to tell you about it and and see your response and what you can do. But first, I want to wish my precious daughter, uh, Georgia Grace, who's turning 14 this weekend, a very happy birthday, and it's also my mom and dad's wedding anniversary. So here's the birthday song for Georgia Grace. Jenny from Channel Mom. And if you're a mom, I know that you give your all for your kids. But sometimes it feels like no one even notices what you do. That's why we aim to give back to moms like you through Channel Mom outreach, coffees, and awards. First, our outreach helps moms with marital struggles, parenting issues, depression, and more with help from our amazing partners like Mops and Love and Respect. We also love to reward moms with our One Amazing Mom Award and a grant for single homeless moms. So go to ChannelMom.com to connect with our outreach or simply attend one of our channel mom coffees for inspiration and encouragement finally we want to give moms like you the opportunity to be celebrated at our upcoming neon moms 5k i'd love to have you join me for our fun glow-in-the-dark event with special giveaways please let us support you mom as you support us at the neon moms 5k run walk stroll at clement park in littleton on october 7th at 5 30 p.m just sign up on channelmom.com or through our facebook event page it's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We're so glad you're with us today. And I hope this is giving you some kind of insight into how you want to raise your kids and what you might be up against and how you can overcome it when it comes to motherhood in America. And when it comes to, and maybe you're a single mom and, and you've got a huge struggle if you're doing that. And maybe you're widowed and you've, or you've been divorced or whatever it is, or maybe you're struggling in a marriage. It, it, you know, there are all kinds of things that, that Penny understands that are working against you. She is the author, Penny Young Nance, the author of, author of Feisty and Feminine. And she joins us again. Penny, I told you I'd tell you a story uh, about what's happening to motherhood in America. I have some friends. Their names are Rick and Barb Wise. They've been on the show once. They're kind of acquaintances. And they told me a story about how they go to high schools all across America to to talk about it's sex education, but essentially they're trying to discourage kids uh, because they have AIDS in the family, and it's a long story. But they go and they talk to kids about sex education. They try to get kids to be goal-oriented. So in the middle of the talk, they say, hey, let's think about your future life. What do you want to be when you grow up? And they say they name different careers. And they, they, in the audience, they say the girls, when they name the different career, careers, they'll always stand up for all the different, you know, you want to be a nurse, you want to be a journalist, you know. The, 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 most of them will stand up for one thing or another. But they say there's always a group of girls that don't stand up. And they, they later go to those girls, and they said this has happened multiple times, and say, well, why didn't you stand up? And they say, because I wanted to be a mom, and I thought people would laugh. No. 
And I think there is something wrong in America. And, and I want you to just lay it out there about how we're discouraging motherhood and a marriage now uh, in America because yeah. of what's going on in our culture and our politics that you're supposed to do all this other stuff. And one other quick thing. Andrea Tintaros from, from, from Fox News, she's no longer with them right now, but she also said, my girlfriend and I both want to have babies. And we say, oh, my gosh, we've been working for 15, 20 years to not have children. And now we so desperately want to have children and we can't, you know, there's this yeah, whole culture working yeah. against us. Yes. And not everyone, you know, cause not everyone is able to get married as early as they want to. So there's, there's certainly that issue yes. and it doesn't always work out, but the majority, let me just tell you statistically that today, it, even it doesn't matter where you are when you ask young women, the vast majority say they want to get married. And I have that exact stat in the book, Human Door. They want to get married and they want to be mothers. So yeah. regardless of what, you know, what we're hearing from the culture and the messages that they are trying to give to these young women, it's not sticking because it's in our heart. You know, we, we, it's in our heart that we want to be married. There's a couple of things that are happening in the culture that are very detrimental. And one is the trend, and I talk about in marriage uh, chapter of my book, of cohabitation. These young women are being told, well, don't, you don't really need to get married. Just, you know, move in together. It's going to be fine. You'll kind of know whether you're suited for each other because, you know, we have now all these years of, of divorce, and it is difficult, and it is high, and you have all these young people coming out of divorce. Um, Homes. And they're afraid so to get married, see, right? They're afraid to get married. And they're afraid to get yeah. married as a, as a direct link to that. Um, but the problem is cohabitation isn't the answer. Um, and it's it's risen to there's 7.8 million couples declined to walk down the aisle in 2012 and instead decide to cohabitate. Now, just to give you an idea, wow. in 1996, that number was only 2.9 million. So basically, the number basically tripled. Um, we have a, and, and, you know, that group is growing. And the scariest part is it's growing in the, the group of Americans that least can, can least afford it. It's, it's blue collar, uh, Americans who are less financially stable. And then statistically within three years, that relationship will be over and there will be a child involved. So regardless, you know, just because you don't get, as they say, the piece of paper, doesn't mean that, that, Things don't unwind unwind the way that they normally do when couples come together um, in a conjugal relationship. There's normally a child that comes out of it, but then you're poor. You're more poor because it takes often and usually two parents working together, and and sometimes both of them earning money, at least one in a support role uh, while the other earns money with taking care of the children. And so if a woman has a child out of wedlock, she is... 50% 50% of the time sentenced to a life of poverty, and so is her kid. And if she has two, that number rises to 60%. It is really playing a, a very dangerous game for, you know, the intellectual elite to suggest to Americans that cohabitation is a good idea because it's not. No. It's making them more poor, and it's making them more lost. And the idea that they're going to be together forever is less likely if they live together. It's not more likely. It's actually less likely. Right. You're and more th- likely to stay together if you actually marry and really commit to each other for the long term, for the rest of your life, to walk through. And I've been married, by the way, 20 years, Jenny. I don't know how long you've been 
um, 27 and, with your husband. Yeah, 27. And so you know that you don't like wake up every day as my girlfriend's mom used to say, wanting willing to drink each other's bath water. You don't wake <laughs> up like that every morning. But it's the commitment based on um, the fact that we believe that that this is an institution that God has created. Right. And that we have a covenant marriage that we're going to be together for the rest of our lives, and we're going to work it out. And when you live, look at it like that, it's actually a lot easier to work it out because there's no back door. Right. It's going to be a long, miserable life if you don't figure it out together. I want to make and sure you're going to do it. I want to make sure we get to two more quick things. But I do want to say, I, I like you, think that government policy works against motherhood and family by by saying well if you become a single mom we'll t- the government will become your husband the government will take care of you and also all this stuff about how discouraging marriage right the, the government will pay for your abortion the government will give you birth control to avoid having baby i mean i just think it's kind of a culture of death and by the way neither penny nor i am are condemning anybody who's a single parent mm-hmm. or who's had to go through a horrible divorce or, or who got pregnant out of wedlock. This is not condemnation. This is just saying we want to help people to see what works best so that you don't have to be poor. Oh, so you don't have what didn't work and don't do that again. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so so Let's talk briefly. Every, we're all, we all make mistakes. We're all sinners. Absolutely. And that's actually freeing when you realize that. We're all yes, Hey, girl, I'm just a sinner. But but tell moms briefly, You in your last chapter, you talk about the mother uh, work-life balance. And that really, in the end, we can't balance it perfectly. But but no. you have some suggestions. Just Can you give just, that up. Yeah. So, so just for one you're or not, two minutes, tell about that. You're not. You're going to blow it. And, and I, it's a ongoing question every day. It's not like you figure out once. I mean, I, as I said, I've done everything. When I first got, um, I got married and three months later got pregnant with my daughter. Long story. And I tell all of that in the book, but we weren't, we weren't ready <laughs> to be single income. And so, cause we weren't expecting a baby yet. And so uh, I had someone come up to me at church and said, you need to quit work immediately and stay home. And I'm like, well, but you know, what did your wife do? And she said, well, she was, she was, uh, she worked at a doctor's office at the front desk. And I said, well, you need to understand I make exactly the same amount as my husband. So we're talking about cutting our, our, our income by half. Yeah. And that's, that's hard, you know? And, and so there's a lot of well-intentioned people, but the bottom line is it's between you and your husband and the Lord. Yeah. And what you've got to make sure you're doing is bringing it before the Lord and understanding the, the, the vast responsibility that the Lord has given you. Um, I think you and I were talking a little bit earlier, Jenny, about Michael Novak, who's passed on now, is a great thinker, and he said that they're, for a civilization to thrive, three things have to happen. There has to be a free market system, a free political system, and a system of moral restraint. That's the job that God gave parents to teach. No one else can teach that. And you've got to make sure that whatever you do, that you're putting that role of inculcating your children with God's principles, with truth, with honor, with dignity, with respect, before everything else. Because the other sister title, I mean, nobody dies and says, I wish I'd worked more. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody in the death force says that. Yeah. But they sure do say, I wish I'd been had more time with my family. And so, and that's for single people too. People that don't have kids yet. We've got to put it all in perspective and make sure that we are not somehow um, defining ourselves by a title and a job or even just by the title of mother. We are Christ's children. We are the daughters of, of the risen Savior. 
And that's where we need to, and that's where we should get our identities first. Yeah, and, and not all, yeah. all those responsibilities. No, right. And you can even overdo the mothering thing. You can even identify yeah, so much can. with your your kids. Okay. Well, so we, and then when your kids go to college, that's hard. I'm yeah, I know. Now. I what know. I? I, I'm facing it. Okay, well, very quickly, Penny, we got to yeah. get to your one. Okay, we're going to play some music here. Your one mom must. Yeah, well, some embarrassing stories on myself because I don't have it all figured out. And one day I did leave my nine-year-old son at the car wash. I didn't even know he was gone until they called me and told me. And he, he calls me and I'm like, what? Wait, you're in the back seat. Where are you? I had to turn around and insane, go pick him up. So you must double check your back seat. <laughs> To make sure that your children are with you. That would be my must. Okay, double check your back seat. Mm-hmm. Okay, last week yeah, it was... you didn't leave anybody. A couple of weeks ago we had Shauna Nequist on and she said swim with your clothes on just to give your kids a thrill because they would love it. That's a great mom tip. Penny Young Nance, the book is Feisty and Feminine. They can find it on Amazon and other places everywhere that books are sold basically, yes? Yes, yes. Or come to concernwomen.org and we'd love for you all to sign up and be a part of what we're doing we've got important work to do for our nation for the future of our children and uh we'd love for you to be a part of it concernedwomen.org awesome penny god bless you thanks for being on channel mom god bless penny thank you bye-bye bye-bye Hey, we want to encourage you to come out to our Neon Moms 5K, our super important fundraiser, October 7th, 530 at Clement Park. Uh, you can sign up at channelmom.com or on our Facebook page too. Our Sponsors are Aspen Ridge Recovery at AspenRidgeRecovery.com. Great place to go. Excel, well, for recovery. Excel Taekwondo in Littleton. Body Armor Sports Drinks and KRKS. God bless you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you at the run. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.